Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Young F.A. Holmes. So scary, won't let them bury me That's why I keep my 30, I shoot like carry And boy, I'm getting money, I'm getting money Uh-huh, these niggas hilarious All right, welcome back to Don V Fridays After a week off Hey, look, man, it's the off-season Look, it's gonna be some weeks where it ain't shit going on <laughs> Facts uh, We're not gonna uh force nothing that ain't there for the sake of we gonna make sure we got something for y'all to hit y'all with nothing but the hotness. Uh, mm-hmm. We not we we not into talk. So shout out all my drug dealers out there selling shake. Uh, y'all know what shake is. We don't sell shake around here. We say we sell only the best. Yes, we say only the best around here. We pack up that good shit. We got mm-hmm. drift in the building. How you living, Chief? Good man. Just uh, just working really, getting into the swing of things in the adult life. But uh, been going well, you know, settling in. Uh, excited for the weather to start getting better, but you know that's really about it. Kind of, kind of boring to be honest. Yeah, we about to get here in the seven five. We about to get fucking 75, 78 degree weather. That's nice. Uh, yeah, it's about to be hot as a bit. Like it's bipolar though, because it's like 60, 60, 70, 70, 60, 40, 30, mm-hmm. 75, 78. That bipolar Virginia weather, man. All over the place. Man, it was All like 45 today, and I was super excited. I was <laughs> felt so oh, warm. Shit, it's gonna be 44 on Friday, and people mad as hell. We used to 65 and shit <laughs> in the 60s. Yup. So come on down, get some of this sun, man. Yeah, I got it. I have to. Before we get into it for real, for real, tons of people take multivitamin. And it's important to choose one that's top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy recovery focus and aging is lifestyle friendly adapting to a wide range of diets it contains what less than one gram of sugar no gmos no chemicals or artificial anything plus it costs less than three dollars a day it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you 
one free no give you a free one year supply of immune support and vitamin D and five travel packs five free travel packs on your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink again that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance please athleticgreens.com slash sports drink get your vitamins and minerals and especially in these covid times people immune systems all fucked up so athletic greens and color cast color cast is a live audio only sports talk platform free to download and to use you can talk to fans athletes insiders in real time it's perfect for watch parties debates post-game breakdowns reacting to breaking news all you need to do is download ColorCast app for free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, join leagues, groups. You'll be notified when certain rooms go live. Um, come with your spiciest takes, man. ColorCast. Holding it down, man. Uh, Baron Ridge Tree Stands. This episode is brought to you by Baron Ridge Tree Stands. Shout outs, uh, LLC. Baron Ridge has developed the first ever climbing platform for saddle hunters and mobile hunters, weighing in under four pounds and only 12 inches wide by 14 inches long. The ascent is perfect for long hikes to your site. Our climbing platform is ASTM certified and 100% made and manufactured in Virginia. The ascent can be folded to fit in your backpack or left set up to strap to your pack Spend less time setting up and more time hunting with the Ascent O2. Get in the woods farther, faster, and quieter with the Baron Ridge Ascent O2. For more info, go to our website at BaronRidgeTreeStands.com or follow us on Instagram at Baron Ridge Tree Stands. The weather about to break. Been some warm weather down here in 757. Um, in parts of Virginia. I don't know the seasons and shit. I'm pretty sure some of the list. If you hunt, you know the seasons. You know what you can shoot. Uh, so, BaronRidge.com, man. Shout outs, shout outs, shout outs. Uh, the NFL Combine uh, in, in Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis already is underway. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, the on-field drills and Testing will have started for most of y'all. Uh, patrons get it early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we we have boots on the ground at the combine. Six Hokies were invited. I don't I don't know if six Hokies showed up, but uh, I think it's the most important job interview of your life. I think even if they had COVID, one arm and two left feet, oh, they would yeah. at least show up. To get interviewed at the combine. That would be career suicide for any of these motherfuckers to not go to the combine. Mm-hmm. We don't got no Kayvon Thibodeaux or nothing. So um I think they all in the fold unless some tragedy happened. Um and honestly, look, dog, if my mama died, if I'm a fringe NFL prospect, hey, hey, I'm going to the combine. <laughs> That's millions. Yeah, of we both can't. 
We yeah, we both can't have a fucked up life. Shit, you gone already. Shit. If I'm K Montevideo, Aiden Hutchinson, I can skip the combat. These motherfuckers, hey, shout outs to all of them. But they need to be an indie. Yep, they do. They do. Uh Trey Turner. Six players is the most. Clemson had a down year. Miami was on some bullshit. Uh mm-hmm. Trey Turner's in the building, James Mitchell. Uh, Lasita Smith, Luke Tenuta, Mari Barno. We're going to talk about him later. And Jermaine Waller, all in Indy for the combat. Um, before we get into how we think who might do what and who could get drafted where, um, for having six players in the combat and the last two seasons was a five-win season and a six-win season, is that squandered talent? Like, what is that? That's. I feel like it's got to be squandered talent in some sort of capacity. Like, I mean, it, even if you look back to the rest of Fuente's tenure, there's there's guys littered all over the place that are NFL players that didn't really, you know, we didn't really do a whole lot with. Um, but if you look at, you know, some of the scouting reports for a lot of these players, I mean, especially Trey Turner, it's about how he just wasn't utilized properly in the in, at Virginia Tech. So, um, I think so. Um, you know, maybe a player like Luke Tenuta put everything he could on film just because he's an offensive lineman and he's playing. But I feel like, you know, some scheme players like wide receivers, uh, he, you know, Trey probably could have benefited in somewhere else. So I, I I definitely think, you know, some of the talent was was a little bit wasted, but they're going to have a chance, you know, to improve their draft stock if they test well. Yeah. Yeah. One thing about Luke Tenuta is, I thought bro was gonna be ass. I ain't even gonna hold. I ain't gonna hold. I remember all last draft process, the infamous what Jalen Phillips tape, and they kept showing him beat Luke Tenuta like a drum. Luke Tenuta was at right tackle, uh, obviously because we had Darisaw left tackle, and I was like, it's about to be a horror film. But no, nah, Luke Tenuta was solid. He was he was yeah. a solid. He was solid at left tackle. He was way better than I thought he was gonna be. Is is he an NFL player? Uh, he would need to develop. Um, yeah, that's not. I don't think that's out of his realm either. Like he's definitely got the size to do it. Um, you know, and I think I think you know tackles are in need, and I think he can find himself on a roster. He's been able to play both right and left tackle at a pretty good at a pretty good level. So I think you know he, he'll find himself. Yeah. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, when he's not playing Miami, shit, good money. I mean, Jalen Phillips too is a is a baller. Like he played well in the league oh, this yeah. past year too. He's a dog. Like he's oh yeah, he's a good edge rusher. I mean, Jalen Phillips was like what the number one or two Player defensive end in the country. Yeah, when he was coming out, so mm-hmm. he had like concussions and injuries and retired and all that other shit. But he, the talent was clearly there. Mm-hmm. Um, he just needed a fresh start. Uh, Amari Barno. Um, we, I think we said this last summer. Or maybe sometime during the season, he was going to the combine. Look, just if you didn't watch football ever in your life and you saw Mari Barno, you say he plays football. That's an NFL player. Yeah. Like if you like, he never seen him play. But if you just stood, if you was at an airport and saw Mari Barno, you'd be like, oh yeah, he plays for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, like looks the part. We gonna get into him a little bit later. Um. Uh. We got this ski mask, the slump, the slump god, Jermaine Waller. Um, shout out to him, man. Uh, ski mask in 70 degree weather, low socks. Like, 
I'm pre- I, I am willing to bet the money that I have in my pocket that Jermaine Waller is going to run a 4-6. He had 4-6 swag. Uh, ski mask and hot weather, the low socks, like <laughs> very not swaggy for a DB. Uh, he, he gave – but he can play, though. I'm not hey. saying that mean, that mean he suck. I'm just saying he give off 4-6 energy, if hey, that makes sense. Hey, the ski mask is coming up in the NFL, though. Like, everybody's wearing a ski mask right now. Jalen Ramsey kind of brought it up, and, like, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, they've been wearing a ski mask all yeah. the time. Rich, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman was doing the ski mask shit when it was cold. Yeah, he did it. With, and, it made sense, though. And he was swaggy with the ski mask. But yeah. doing the shit in the heat, it's an L. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But but Jalen Ramsey was doing like the Rams blue ski mask. He was doing like a team color ski mask. That was yeah. kind of litty. Mm-hmm. That was kind of litty. But the ski mask, the ski mask at the beginning of the season, and that's when Jermaine Waller was doing the most hooping at the beginning of the season. So yeah, yeah. I don't mask. know. Maybe the ski mask had some powers or mm-hmm. some shit. Maybe he was on his RPG. The ski mask gave him a a hand boost. It gives you the shiesty bonus. That's what it gives you. Yeah, I gave him something. <laughs> he was kind of hooping before, like, injuries piled up and shit. And James Mitchell. Yeah. This season got dull. James Mitchell, who got injured last, this past season. Again, I'm pretty. Yeah. I, I doubt that he's going to be doing anything outside of interviewing. Um. Cause he's recovering from a torn ACL, or maybe he could say fuck it. He yeah. might go out there and run some routes. Like, look, man, fuck these knees, bro. I got to get this money. Ain't no number one tight end, no Cal Pitts, none of that like that. Mm-hmm. Shit, he may he might go out there and get that money for real, for reals. Um, who we leave out? Lucidus. Oh yeah, let's see and Lucidus Smith, who also versatile player. Um, injuries like. Yeah, everybody else on this list. But he's like the hottest of all these guys right now in terms of like where people project he's going to get drafted. Like you're seeing like late third, early fourth for him, which is higher than any of the rest of them. Um, you know, because he's a good guard. Like he's always played well. And I think the NFL, like you at like most teams need guards. It's hard to find a team in the NFL that doesn't need a guard. Um, so I think he's going to come Bengals, off the board, The Bengals need many guards i think Bengals need five motherfuckers to block yeah it was that jonah williams he's solid okay yeah. so they need four motherfuckers mm-hmm. i wouldn't even cool. call that shit a line they got five dots <laughs> they ain't got a line that shit was looking crazy at these playoffs yeah, um, five blocking dummies like you I, you can't say that getting uh jamar chase was stupid because it clearly worked out. Yeah. But you got to protect the franchise. Yeah. The you have pick. to protect the franchise. The bad pick was ja- uh, Jackson Carmen in the second round. Um, he was their offensive lineman that they took that was supposed to, you know, help the offensive line. But he didn't play, like, at all this past season. He, and he, when he did, he was bad. So that was the pick that really fucked them. If they would have taken Tevin mm-hmm. Jenkins, who was there, that could have been better for mm-hmm. him. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember Tevin Jenkins. He went to like Oklahoma State or some shit. Yeah, ended up going to the Bears. And he had an all right yeah. season, but he had a better season than Jackson Carmen. He probably could have helped out in the playoffs too. Yeah. So the Bengals draft board needs to be all like Evan Neal need to be on their draft board. I know they can't get him, but they need <laughs> to have all offensive. 
Yeah. They need to be trying to trade up to get to number one or two to get Evan Neal or somebody. They need linemen ASAP. Draft seven linemen, just only linemen. Yes. Only lad, only offensive linemen. They pretty much good everywhere else. Yeah, facts. They don't really need shit. They get a last shit. It'd be spooky hours in the AFC. Mm-hmm. So the 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 number one uh obviously the leader of this group of people, the most the most visible would be Trey Turner. This has been a raging debate in Hokie Twitter for four years. Uh, you know, Trey Turner hasn't gained, you know, weight since he's came in as a freshman. He's the same size. It, it'll be interesting to see. And I'm pretty sure they weighed in already. I don't, I haven't seen nothing, but what he looks like, um, what he looks like running, lifting, uh, what has he been doing since he shut it down, uh, before the bowl game? Uh, he played in the UVA game, but sparingly, but he did not play. He opted out the bowl game. So it'd be interesting what he looks like physically. And and he had those health concerns too. Cause remember he, he drove down to the Miami game cause he couldn't, he couldn't be. On yeah. The yeah. He had a neck thing, air, air bubbles in his neck. Cause bro playing football is crazy dog. Yeah. Facts. Like bro, they told like, he was it wasn't safe for him to ride in an airplane. But people were arguing me because I was saying, so y'all telling me it's safe to play football? <laughs> Didn't football do that to him? Like, what am I missing? And people were mad at me. Like, uh, the doctor said he could do it. I'm like, yeah, but the doctor said he can't ride it. Imagine, <laughs> listen, people that can ride on airplane, you see the most crippled up, fucked up people on airplanes. It's you true. telling me this motherfucker couldn't ride in a plane? He wasn't physically fit to ride in a fucking airplane, but he was physically fit to play in a football game. <laughs> That's the only question I was asking. I, I wasn't saying he was faking it. I wasn't saying, uh, he, he, you know, nothing. All I'm saying is how can you clear a motherfucker to play football, but you can't clear him to ride to the game mm-hmm. in a plane? That's all I was saying. And <laughs> people was getting that up. And people was mad at me, like, stop asking fucking logical questions, nigga. God damn. <laughs> hey, man, shout out Trey Turner, man. A fucking legend, man. Facts, hey, man. I would have shut my, I would have shut down that week. What? I can't ride it. I got to catch the what? Ride in the car? Using the back nah. seat, vlogging and shit. It was funny as so. hell. I would have shut it the fuck down that week. <laughs> I tell you what, though. He's being interviewed at the combine and probably talking to 30 something, you know, probably know, 20 some GMs. They probably was like, yo, what was that car ride? Like, I did it for the team. Yeah. Cause I'm a, hey, that's a good question on your job interview, uh-huh. goddammit. Mm-hmm. Hey, and also, like, you know, he was there, you know, those four years, four year starter at Tech during the worst mm-hmm. times. And they're going to be talking All about, right. hey, Amari Barno said that the locker room, blah, 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 was bad. You know, players weren't trying to play, but you were still playing while you were hurt. You know, and across hey, those four hey. years, that's good for him. Yeah, hey, he I had that. shit in my neck. I had shit in my neck. Fuck what he talking about. <laughs> I was all fucked up, and that wasn't even the only injury. He was like, he was fighting through like nagging injuries and shit. So, yeah, yeah. seemed like his whole body was hurt at some point or another. Yeah, 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 yeah. That football shit is crazy. 
So how do you, how do we, how do we think he's going to test, um, you know, going through it, it, well, I mean, if he tests, we don't know for sure, but if he, if he tests, if he does 40 benches, like how do we think he's going to, I think he out? needs to do, if he's physically able to do all the drills, it will behoove him to do all the drills. But I think if he comes into the, and I, I haven't seen him weigh in, I've, I've been working this shit, but, um, if he is like 180 something pounds and he gives a full 440 and he displays some soft hands, he good money. Yeah. I think he's good money. I mean, nobody would say he's, you know, John Mechie or, you know, them Ohio State guys, Olave and Garrett Wilson and Jamison Williams and all of them, but yeah. he displays some good speed and some good hands. He can he can get he can sneak up in there. There's still pro day too. Mm-hmm. When you can you know everybody runs faster at pro day. So yeah, cooking the books, running your routes, cooking cooking the. Hey, shout out to all my niggas with them pandemic forties. Oh, <laughs> everybody was four three last year. Oh hey. my god. Hey, I just want to say though, we thought Jamar Chase's was crazy. I didn't believe that for one bit, but uh, that what one did, might what be runs? He runs. What he run? Four three nine. I'm pretty sure. Jamar Chase, yeah, but I thought, okay, no, nah, yeah, his might be legit. legit. Yeah, I think his might be straight. But yeah, they might them, not. Eat, they if they would have cooked his shits, he would have ran four two nine. <laughs> yeah, man, real. it was nasty business, lad. It was lineman running four threes. <laughs> it got ridiculous. You know how when it it, when the teachers, it was. You, you know how when like the answers to the test come out, you're not supposed to get a hundred if you a C student, mm-hmm. like. That's what the pandemic 40s was. Like, everybody had the answers to the test and gave themselves 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not supposed to do that. If you were C and D student, you're supposed to miss some on purpose. Like, yeah. all right, let's, you're supposed to cook it a little bit. A like, if you range, were, you know? Yeah, if you were, if you were four, six guy, cook your shit up to four, 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 five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These <laughs> niggas, man, these niggas was crazy last year. <laughs> It was the schools, though. It wasn't even them. The schools was doing what they needed uh, to do. The schools were smart. They knew what they Except did. for Pitt. Pitt fucked all they guys. They made Paris Ford run a 4-8. They <laughs> fucked his whole career up. <laughs> How you take the best safety of your generation and say, you know what, dog? You ran a 4-8. Like, you're done here. He must have pissed somebody off. Yeah, he either pissed somebody off or he fucking ran on one leg. Because mm-hmm. how? Doesn't make no sense. I thought he would um, hand way more in the NFL, but you know. I mean, you run four eight. When you run four eight, dog, you they 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 handicapped his whole career, man. Mm-hmm. That yeah. nigga ran like a four eight and a four nine. Like either he ran the shit with like four toes, or Pitt don't fuck with him. Uh, but shout out yeah. to Paris Ford. <laughs> yeah, it's a four eight and a four nine. Yeah, that nasty work, nasty work. Ain't no, that's like Lyman shit. Like, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. that's bad. He definitely plays faster than that. So yeah. Pitt fucked him. Who, 100%. who, you're a Bengals fan. I'm a 49ers fan. Not exactly who do you intend the Bengals to draft? Because we got plenty of time for that. But this week at the Combine, that's who, that's not a hokey. You got your eyes on, maybe they work out, maybe they don't. It's getting goofy with this shit. As far as people think they too big for shit. But um who you got your eye on that's not um 
Yeah. That's not a uh, hokey. Yeah. Um, for me, it's probably Trent McDuffie, the cornerback from Washington. He's been like flying up boards recently. Um, but he, the knock on him is, is like his height. He's only five eleven, so people like, you know, they don't, they don't think he can play on the outside, whatever. But he played on the outside all throughout college at Washington, and apparently he's just like an insane athlete, just a freak of nature. Um, so I think he's gonna test extremely well, and like he could even jump uh, Sauce and be the second cornerback taken off the board. So mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be super fun to watch. I'm um, gonna see how he does, and then. Let's see. I really want to watch the Kobe Dean just because he's fucking crazy. Linebacker from mm-hmm. Georgia. He's nuts. Um, and Chris Olave, too. Chris Olave, I think, is super underrated out of the wide receiver group. Like, I yeah. think after watching, after watching like Justin Jefferson go crazy in the NFL and seeing, what was it, three wide receivers taken before him when he was clearly mm-hmm. the best route runner of the, of the four of them. And like Chris Olave is the same thing in this class. Like he's by far the best route runner, in my opinion, out of all these dudes. Like I think he should be wide receiver one and he could test wide receiver one too. So those yeah, are probably three and, guys. and Chris Olave, like how was Chris Olave not the first receiver in this draft? Um because he could have been first like round last year, too. Yeah, he came back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but yeah, whoever gets Chris Olave will be uh sitting pretty nice. Who, who, who are you looking at other than, you know, the Hokies? I'm looking at, honestly, like on some none, like the 49ers don't have a first round pick. So these is, this is a motherfucker. We, ain't, we can't even get him. But uh, I want to see Drake London, USC. They say that receivers his size, like it's not a good hit rate on tall receivers like that in the first round. Yeah, because he's 6'5", so like clean 6'5". Yeah. So it's going to be – I want to see – and I hope this motherfucker run and catch and do the shit. Cause now it ain't like the old days, man. These motherfuckers, bro. He might go out there and just put on the outfit and look good. He might not run or nothing, but Drake London. Um, and I want to see Malik Willis. I want to see Malik Willis throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my team don't want no quarterback. Don't need no quarterback. But I want to see Malik Willis throw the ball. I want to see him. I want to see him run too. Cause if Malik Willis give you a four or five. And he shows he got the biggest arm in the class. Kenny Pickett might be in trouble, dog, as far as QB1. Um, QB, uh, Kenny Pickett ain't locked down shit uh, since the season ended as far as best quarterback. So, Yeah, I, though, I though, those people. I think the quarterback situation in general is going to be all over the place, like even up to the point of the draft starting. I don't think we're going to have any idea where the quarterbacks are going to go. It could get really weird and really crazy and nasty if teams start trading up and doing weird shit to get quarterbacks, um, which I think mm-hmm. could happen too because there's a lot of teams like the Giants have two for, two top ten picks. They could trade one of those picks down and a team could jump up to take a quarterback. I think people might be reaching. Uh, so I think it's going to be all over the place. But, you know, Malik Willis could really show out at his pro day too if he start, you know, if he if he launches a rocket like Zach Wilson did last year, that, that got him yeah. drafted second overall. So – Oh. Yeah, shout out to everybody getting uh these quarterbacks. Jordan Love, another one. Yeah. Um, where like the new rage is like NFL is a copycat league, and Mahomes became like the off-platform god. That's all this. Now I've never heard off-platform throws until Mahomes like blew up. Mm-hmm. So now they want to see rollout bombs 60 yards down the field. So yeah. Josh Allen, quarterback, Josh Robert. Allen, 
yeah, big throws on the run. Um, Colin Kaepernick was doing that shit back in the day, but they blackballed my man. So y'all know how that. Cap was already doing that shit. Um, I think Mahomes is like an evolution of Cap, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, but yeah, the big big throws and um, and nowadays if you got that in your toolbox, you good money. So mm-hmm. I don't expect Kenny Pickett to do none of that crazy shit. Kenny Pickett is gonna be steady, rock steady. You know what you're getting from him. Mm-hmm. Might got a, a low ceiling but a high floor. Um. And for some teams that might be okay, you know, some teams some teams need a high floor quarterback. So yeah, because Malik Willis, like, and I say this about Kaepernick all the time, not to make this about Cap. Shout out to Cap, because we just have a whole Cap show. I don't know. For, but like good Cap is up there, like elite. And I'm a 49 fan. Like he can be like at his best, insane. Mm-hmm. But when it's bad, it's bad. Like, like you can't unsee the shit. Like this motherfucker Cap couldn't even get the calls in sometimes. Like he'd be burning timeouts. It was crazy watching Cap. Like sometimes he would miss like a routine slants and outs, but like hit the crazy shit. So mm-hmm. the best of Cap is like some like un, like undefendable shit. But the worst like like bad Cap is like oh shit, bros off today. So right and and that's I, Malik Willis. That could be Malik Willis. Uh, right starting out. And the recency bias going into it is that, like, you know, Josh Allen was the same way in terms of, like, he mm-hmm. make the crazy throws but miss the bad ones. His accuracy was all over the place. But then they fixed it, and now he's unreal. So it's like, okay, we can fix it. So let's take the guy with the shitty floor and just fix him because he has the mm-hmm. tools and hopefully get another ass, Josh ass Allen. upside. Yeah, Cam Newton was the same way. He would miss some easy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like bad Cam or how you pulling your hair out, but – Good cam, you like dog winning games. He'd straight up win you games. Like, bro, he is out there carrying right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see Malik Willis. I want to see Derek Stingley too. I ain't seen this nigga since 2019. Um, I don't been, count shit yeah. shit he did the last two years. He's been clocked uh, out. He seems like he doesn't he hasn't really cared since that 2019 season. I mean, it he's seems been like on a, some straight bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he only played like 150 snaps this past year. He barely played. So. Yeah, after that UCLA game, and he was responsible for like that last big play that set them up to win, set UCLA up to win. He probably was like, yeah, let me shut it down one more time. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that. Y'all ain't about to fuck my – bro kind of fucked his own name up. Um, yeah. You got to play, bro. Like – I don't want to be the old nigga like yelling at the cloud and shit, but like, what happened to like dudes will put together six good games, eight good games of one year and be like, I bet now I just got to put myself in bubble wrap for three more years. Like, bro, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I can get you put yourself in bubble wrap at the end, like Trey Turner and all that, like people that put the time in, but like, I remember when, like, Jadavian Clowney was, like, a freshman at South Carolina. And they was acting like, yeah, he. so what he need to do is just, like, not play no more with it. Nigga, what? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Not him, but the, the networks was like, yeah, I mean, he good money. From one year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he uh, played them last – he played his second and third years, but – he never like 
Like he flash, he will flash like a motherfucker. That nigga at Michigan to tell you, but mm-hmm. he, he flashes. But um, he, he never was Michigan. Yeah, he laid his ass smooth out, and he beat Taylor Lewan too on mm-hmm. that play, if I'm not mistaken. He did, and Taylor Lewan's an all pro, like a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we seen Jadavion Clowney play great, but like you could tell he was kind of all right. Just don't get hurt. Like we gotta just protect the bag for three years. Like it's like, bro, we want to see you dominate. The, we want to see you be the best, man. That's all I be saying. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of what Aiden Hutchinson has been doing for the past three years and getting better and better and better. And now he's like solidifying himself as the best player in the class. So, right. Instead of just a nigga have a good freshman year and then they put themselves in bubble wrap for two more years. It's like, bro, like mm-hmm. what, what the fuck? Right. This ain't, it can't like, it can't be this man. I'm sorry. It can't be this. It yeah. can't be this. I don't know who the number one player was in this high school class, but don't care your ass. I think it was Buddy that went to Jackson State. Don't care your ass out there for one year, good year for Dion, and then go portal, shut down, and be bullshitting for two more years. All right. Nah, right. bro. It can't be this. Mm-hmm. It can't, it can't be this, man. Any right. other any other people you um interested in in this combat? It's a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, uh, I want to see Kayvon Thibodeau because he's a freak of it. He's just another freak. Um, I don't really know how much stuff he's going to do but or if he's even going to test because I know he battled some injuries this past year. But Yeah, he, he, could, he, he was a bubble wrap king too. Yeah, he could put on, on some, 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 crazy, some crazy stuff if he, if he tests. Um, and then the other guy is Kyle, Kyle Hamilton too. Like Kyle Hamilton is – Oh, yeah, great. yeah. Forgot about Kyle Hamilton. Kyle yeah. Hamilton is like 220. And runs like the honey badger or some shit. Like, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, I would draft him with a top five pick if I had the opportunity. A lot of mock drafts coming out recently have been saying Kyle Hamilton's the Lions at two. uh, And I could kind of see it. The only problem, though, the only problem I have with Kyle Hamilton, you know, being a safety is like the last time we saw a player like Kyle Hamilton was Isaiah Simmons. And what has he done in the league? Yeah, Isaiah Simmons, like, they just started utilizing him at the end of last year. He was starting to get it together. But, see, Isaiah Simmons came into the league with no position. Um, They was like, he gets a linebacker, he can play corner. Like, I think Kyle Hamilton is coming in with a position. Yeah. So, it's like, no, they don't got to worry about the gimmicky shit. They can just put him where they think he plays best and go from there. Yeah, he'll slot in right at safety in some sort of way, and he'll be an Yeah, animal. he'll probably play at both safety spots where they need him. Mm-hmm. They was trying to figure out shit with Isaiah Simmons. And I, re- I mean, shit, I've said I remember. Like, this shit wasn't like six months ago. But remember when Kyle Hamilton laid out Burmeister? I mean, yeah. like, it was, it was like Kyle Hamilton. It was like the whole state, everybody knew he was going after the quarterback. And he fucking killed Burmeister ass. It was like, Jesus. He's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. And he shut it down too, but for good reason. He had like an injury and then he just like, fucking mm-hmm. back. There's no reason to come right. back. No reason to come back. He fucking obliterated Burmeister's ass. I was like, dog, Burmeister ain't getting up. That motherfucker got up. <laughs> Yo, shout out Burmeister. Hey, listen, I will never question his toughness and, and, and grit. But uh, Burmeister in that Notre Dame game was 
Was that the was that the was that the per, perky game? Was that the one he was on drugs? It had to be. I don't think it was. I can't remember. Yeah, the perk yeah, game. Burmeister was fucked up all year. I think that was the perk game. I though. think the perk game might have been every game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, shout out to Burma, man. Burmeister <laughs> was perked up. He was perked up every week. Every game. Every they game. had his ass on footage getting perked up. It might have been Notre Dame. It might have been West Virginia. I don't even remember no more. <laughs> he was beat up all season long. Every so shout out Burmeister, man. man. Yeah. Shout out to the San Diego State Aztecs. I don't know what the perk uh flow is out, out west, but um I'm pretty sure he's gonna be on some of the best drugs that California got to offer. So shout out to Burmeister, <laughs> man. Big facts. But, before any, we move last, on, go ahead. You got any last guys that you uh want to watch in the combine? Isaiah Spiller from uh Texas AM. I'm interested to see how he tests. Um I think that's the best running back in this class. I'm, I ain't even going to hold. I don't know who the experts are saying, but I like watching Isaiah Spiller play. Yeah. Um, They're all over the place, but it's like Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, and Isaiah and Isaiah Spiller. Those are like three. Yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth, if Kenneth Walker stayed at, at Wake Forest, they would not be saying this shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, we played against – the Hokies played against Kenneth Walker. I never – like when we played – and we lost to them when they had him. But I wasn't like, damn, Kenneth Walker is an NFL. I didn't leave that game saying Kenneth Walker is an NFL running back. He did his job, but mm-hmm. um, what he did for Michigan State, obviously he was a Heisman candidate, and, and Brees Hall is solid. But I think Isaiah Spiller is what today's NFL is. Yeah, I think I think Isaiah Spiller is I, I think Isaiah Spiller is the one. Mm-hmm. Um, and his ass ain't even going first round. Now, I don't think none of them motherfuckers going first round. But oh no, not there's no first round back in this class. I don't think a back's going to be taken till the third, maybe the second. But, but probably. But the if third. Isaiah Spiller and, and 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 Dalvin Cook brother, like I want to see what they run because I would be I'm gonna be interested to see yeah, what, what James Cook. Yes, mm-hmm. I want to see what he runs because. The Vikings might pick his ass up and say, fuck it. We got the cook backfield on y'all asses. <laughs> I mean, shit, Dalvin Cook, like, I ain't going to say he's a franchise player. That might be Justin Jefferson, but Dalvin Cook got some clout. Yeah. He might say, hey, man, fifth round, pick my bro up. Shit. He just gets hurt a lot. That's his only problem. Yeah. But other, uh, when he's yeah. on the field, he's a dog. Top tier. Oh, yeah. Elite, top tier elite back. Right, and Dalvin was a second round pick, his damn self. So mm-hmm. that was the year that was the Alvin Kamara year, too, right? I yeah, think. I think it was mm-hmm. Dalvin. I think it was Alvin. I think Joe Mixon was in that. That was a crazy one. Yeah, that, I think that was Joe Mixon, too. Yep. I think I I think I did a Don V Fridays on that. Matter of fact, I did a Don V Fridays, one of the first ones. It was like I was talking about Dalvin, Joe Mixon. Christian McCaffrey and somebody else. And um yeah. hey, shout out to that running back class. Right, man. Jesus. Jesus. And I think that running back class had Austin Eckler that went undrafted too. And he can play. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to them. But let's let's move on. Before we before we get into Amari Barno and all of that drama, athletic greens. Tons of people. Take a multivitamin, and it's important to choose one that's top quality. 
It's important. Oh, with one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support good health, good health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop of, it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And Colorcast is a live only, a live audio only sports talk platform, free to download and to use. You can talk to fans, athletes, insiders in real time. NFL combine going on right now. Uh, probably rooms in there. Talking about that combine, definitely March Madness about to pop off. It is March. Um, all you need to do is download the Colorcast app for free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter. You can join groups. You can follow people to get notified when live when rooms go live. And uh, Colorcast, man, come with your spiciest takes. Um. Amari Barno, the man of the the man of the evening. He's in Indianapolis for the combine. Um, he was interviewed on the Damon Amendolara show. I don't mean to fuck your name up if I did. And um, these are air quotes. These are, this is not a direct quote, but he was asked about what happened. What happened last year at Virginia Tech? Um. And Amari Barno basically said, guys checked out. Um, guys weren't they, – they didn't keep that same energy that they had at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wasn't doing the same shit. It, it wasn't, you know, coming early, staying late. It's, it seemed like uh, the head coach's voice had fallen on deaf ears. Um, what's your take? I mean, he's stating the obvious, right? We already yeah. knew this shit. Yeah, he's he's stating the obvious. I don't really think he said anything wrong or anything bad. Um, unfortunately, if anything, it might hurt him more than anybody else because, like, you know, I think you tweeted it out, but, you know, these coaches know everybody. Um, it's kind of a network, and if you say something bad about a coach, especially, you know, right before you get drafted, uh, it can put a stain on kind of everything going on, so – that's really the only 
takeaway I have really is that, you know, if any, if anything, it might hurt him, but I don't think he said anything wrong. I think it was just kind of the, maybe the wrong time to say it, if anything, but it was facts. I mean, we were all, we all knew the same thing. It was kind of obvious too. It wasn't like he broke anything that, you know, we didn't think was true or anything like that. So that's all I had, but what, what, what were you thinking? Yeah. I was thinking, why would you throw the entire team under the bus? It's it's ways you can answer that question while protecting everybody and yourself. Right. Like he could have said, they could have said, what happened with Virginia Tech last year? And he could have said, man, listen, the ACC is a competitive conference. It's some games we could have, it, it was some games that we should have won late. We just, we, you got to say we. Not they, them. (laughs) We could have made plays down the stretch and could have a lot of those games that were losses could have been wins. And it would have been facts. He would not have been lying. We could have beat Notre Dame. We could have beat West Virginia. We could have beat Syracuse. Like, that's three. That's three. And me as a fan don't want to hear that shit from other fans. But as a player that's trying to get drafted, you got to say, like, team speaky shit like that. Yeah. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. And he should have. He could have said, "If you go back and look at those games, we were in those games. If I make one more play, if we make a, one more play, it's a different season." And I, you know, I love my guys, but I feel like he kind of like separated himself from the bullshit. Like yeah. they, those guys were uh not checked. You know, they checked out. And they did this, and they weren't doing that. He didn't ever say we and us because, according to this stat line, uh, three and a half sacks. And he got – And I, what was it, like two of them in the first game? Two of them in the first game. He probably got the other one versus Notre Dame. So he did show up in the biggest games of the season. But we don't play a two-game season. Uh, last time I checked. So just to say people checked out, and I'm pretty sure somebody's going to say, well, you know, Amari Barno played this season with a fucking, with one arm and two uh, toes or something. Every time a, a player's underperforming, like, oh, yeah, by the way, I played that entire season dead. Uh, you know, some crazy shit always comes out. But um, there was I hosted a space or I was in a space at the end of every game and um there was times in the space where people would get on microphone and say did Amari Barno play yeah did he play multiple multiple games where he had zero tackles zero tackles now I'm we're not those fans that think that a a a defensive end you should have had 17 sacks or you should get sacks every game it's not going it's not like that that's not realistic but there should not be a game where you on the field the whole game and you got nothing. That's some Tony Snail shit. Man, listen. <laughs> we 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 not we we not doing that. You can't have a game where you started the game and played the whole game and have zero statistics. Not a PBU, not a QB hurry, nothing. And then accuse people to check it out, bro. Like, no, man. That's not cool, bro. That's not cool at all, man. I, I I just I thought it was nasty work. I thought that was nasty business. 
there are players on that team that's not in Indianapolis that is still trying to get drafted. And Jamari Conner. No, Jamari Conner's back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about this year. I'm talking oh. about uh, I'm talking about like they're not coming back. Like Jordan Williams is he he, he didn't come back. Oh, you mean he players just like, that left that aren't going to that the left. Yes, yeah. that's they're still NFL hopefuls. And now they gotta get X. Okay, what you think about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was you one of the people? Like, ain't Brock Hoffman didn't he leave? Like, yeah. So so it's just like you kind of skirted the situation while kind of putting everybody else in that basket. I just thought that wasn't cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, and you know, he, like, like you said, like the, the opening game against UNC was when he probably played his best game His only really like relevant game. And he was talking about how people were disappearing throughout the season. And, you know, like you just talked about, he like is probably the biggest culprit of disappearing throughout the season. Yeah, he disappeared. It's like he pulled the Houdini out this motherfucker. And like I said, I I'm pretty sure it's gonna come out like <clears throat> he was playing like he was playing through injury, and I'm pretty sure that they all were. But um it's just you can't have games where you literally disappeared and then say people checked out and all that other shit, like because you got you look like you look like the eye in the sky never lasts, and it, it it didn't look like 2020. That's all I'm gonna say. And when you say the same thing about your 2020, when the team was losing then too, the team won five games, and he, Amari Barno was still producing late into 2020. That Clemson game is what had all us lying. Yeah, he had. Um, he had- Doubled his amount of sacks in 2020 with less games. He had six sacks instead of three. Right. He had a different role. He he was playing in a different role, obviously, that he flourished in. And even late into the season, as the team was checking out, he stayed hooping. And I ain't going to lie to you. If he had went pro at the end of 2020 and said this same shit, I'd agree with him. Hey, man, yeah, throw them motherfuckers under the bus, man, because you was hooping. Them motherfuckers, I don't know. But after 2021, after that, nah, bro. No. Nah, man. No, man. Khalil Herbert played on that 2020 team, and he didn't say people checked out and this and that. He just kept he just kept going, man. He just kept plugging away, mm-hmm. and the good Lord blessed him. He got drafted, and I, I just thought that was some nutty. I, I thought it, I thought it was a flagrant, a flagrant foul on the play. Um going yeah. that route and then hesitating they asked you about Fuente and, uh, um yeah, yeah. nah say you speak with your chest mm-hmm. yeah he was you hesitant know, he was the only thing he was hesitant on was Fuente you're gonna hesitate on that fuck nigga but you're gonna go on off, off about your team come on man that's bad business right there and then they get on Twitter like I know it seems like what the fuck you mean it seemed like that's what you did we saw you <laughs> shout out to all my athletes that like athletes do shit and they get on twitter like y'all thank y'all nigga we saw you what are you talking about <laughs> we heard you on camera on camera like a like a like a, a player and a sport it don't matter the sport 
will do some dirty shit on the court, clip a player, punch a player, and they get on camera like, oh, y'all, thank y'all. No, bitch, we saw you. What are you talking about? <laughs> a, 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 a player will, will punch his teammate on the sidelines and they get on Twitter like, y'all think we got issues. What the fuck did we see then? Yeah, that was Deron Payne and uh other dude from Washington. This right, yeah. <laughs> Y'all think I'm gonna go against the brotherhood, bitch? We see you. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's clearly what the, what the fuck is that then? Mm-hmm. But athlete Twitter kills me, bro. They they'll do some shit and then be like, y'all don't know what the fuck you just saw. <laughs> like, bro, I got two eyes and a brain. What the what, the, what are you talking about? I know exactly what I saw. <laughs> you know exactly what the, this is what you said. What you mean? <laughs> Shout out to Mari Barno, man. Come on, Don V Friday's Day story. Yeah, talk all that good shit on here. We'll talk that good it. shit. Yeah, you, you you won't go as viral like the Damon Amendola show. You just put him on because I never heard of that. Bro. I I never heard of bro. Yeah, I haven't heard of him either. Damon Amendola, the DA show. I never heard of him. So come on, Don V Friday's blood and, and put us on too. Shit, <laughs> you seem to be generous with your time. <laughs> <laughs> Helping motherfuckers, he ain't coming on this shit. <laughs> he is not going on this motherfucker. So what, do you think, what do you think it's gonna do to his draft stock? Think it's gonna fuck him over? Nah, really? I think he good. Nah, why would it? Um, because NFL, I feel like NFL orgs are so big on like locker room shit, and if you throw in your teammates under the bus, like I think that's a big red flag. He's already got like a sixth round grade. Why would why would that not hurt his stock? It ain't gonna hurt his stock because he threw his teammates under the bus. That's the type of shit GMs want to hear. You think so? He went, Hell yeah. He didn't throw, he didn't say the teammates was beating on women and raping. He just said he was basically uh, alluding that they weren't going hard all year, and I was. Uh that's the shit they want to hear. I guess good so. money. And like I said, listen, when you are six foot six. And you look the way he does, he's gonna get drafted. Like production aside, all that shit aside, you know how these NFL coaches are. They think they can fix everybody. Mm-hmm. They think, let me get him. I can do something with him. Right. So yeah, he'll get. I don't think it hurts him. Um, especially if he runs a fucking four or five. Yeah, if he go out there and he put up twenty five bench press reps, and he runs fast. Shit. Who was the motherfucker from the Ravens? Uh Jason Oway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sack last year. That last year. Yeah. He had zero sacks. You think the Ravens gave a fuck about that? They like, look, bro, we can't teach you how to be six five and six six and run like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll teach you these hand techniques. So yeah, shit. Somebody somebody fucking with Barno. He gonna make some money. Um, and if he tests good enough. They might push his ass third, fourth. Hey, fuck it. Mm-hmm. So, and we hope that happens too. By the way, we just like we just think he violated the man codes, throwing yep. people under the bus. We don't think he a fuck nigga. We just think, you know, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Big facts. So you got war in Russia. Uh, shout, uh, shout out uh, Ukraine, man. Ukraine holding it down. Uh, They've been talking that good shit on the internet. You've been keeping up with Ukraine? 
Yeah, uh, wild situation. I'm not like huge into politics, so um, I think the, I think what sums it up. You had a tweet last week or this past week, maybe, where you said like, I don't know if Twitter's lying, or mm-hmm. the Russian military actually sucks, but mm-hmm. something, something's up. Uh, that that's exactly how I feel. Like the Twitter commentary of the war, I feel like is not really what's going on, but it's still like fucking hilarious. And, yeah, like, super good content because like. I mean, I Twitter just saw been lit. Yeah, Twitter's been all over it. So that's been fun to watch. But I think behind the scenes, Russia's probably kicking their ass. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think Russia, like, like off Twitter, like, and I think Twitter is beat. I think Russia is beating their ass in real yeah. life. Yeah. But on Twitter, when you got, like, you know, the judges that want Ukraine to win, they just showing, like, the Ukraine winning and people talking that good shit. Yeah, it's probably it's probably like you know a bunch of battles they're losing, but they'll show you the one that they win. It's a silent major, it's silent silent majority uh, for Russia right now. Where you know you don't hear about them, but they're probably kicking ass. I saw today that they just took a Ukrainian city, like the first big one. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't see I didn't see that on Twitter. Like I got a notification about it. I didn't see that on Twitter. So yeah, oh yeah. See Twitter trying to see Twitter on the Twitter on the crazy shit. Like Twitter's clearly picked a side. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna say some real shit, and um, I don't know, I, I'm not into politics, and I'm 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 not even into American politics. I'm not even about to sit up here and pretend like I know Russian and Ukrainian politics. Yeah, but I don't know what their beef is. Um, I don't know what Putin's beef is with the Ukraine. If he want to just take the shit just to be the king, like I just want world domination. Um. But I do know that there is smoke and United States is damn near obligated to protect Ukraine if Putin gets a little too crazy. So um, all week, all, for two weeks on Twitter, everybody been saying about a draft. Let me explain something to you motherfuckers, man. And I'm about to be 35 years old. I'm too old to fucking worry about any of that bullshit. And there will not be no more drafts for no more wars. Let me say that. There will never be another draft for any more war. I don't give a fuck. We can go to war against Mars. Yeah. There will never be another draft for wars. Back in the day, America had men and women and See, back in the day, America had men and women, like real men and real women. Like, you ever looked at your grandparents and, like, listened to your grandparents talk and they're like their life experience? Like, they were like men and women. Like, when men got drafted to the war, women worked in the factories. Yeah. People were built different back in them days, everybody was tougher. Like yeah. when it was time to go to war, everybody show okay. Let's go. Let's who who, who the who the enemy? Yeah, I mean These companies would change. Man. Companies would change yes. their building to help the war. Like Ford went from building automobiles for like just regular cars to building tanks. Yes, it was different back in them days. So when people say a draft, you gonna draft a motherfucker who's been a gamer for the last three years? Like what the fuck can he do? 
<laughs> in a war scenario, like, yeah, he been playing Call of Duty for money for three years. He don't know how to shoot a real gun. Man, you got motherfuckers like, dog, if they had a real draft and, and fucking Jim Richardson got drafted on the name, you thinking, okay, Jim about to bust some ass. And then this little twink about to be trans motherfucker walking. You like, we fuck. Like, we can't do nothing with him. Get the fuck, man. Listen, <laughs> there will never be another. Like, America is different. We are spoiled. We are lazy. We are entitled. Half the motherfuckers like hate the country that they live in. Like it, no, won't be no more drafts. Yeah, it won't happen. And you know, and and wars in general now are fucked completely different. Like you don't have lines, and it's not like yeah, it's all it's all aircraft shit and drones and bombs. right. You know, right, small, small guerrilla warfare shit. Yeah, we do not need that. I'm trying to imagine these little clout chasing motherfuckers at war. People trying to do it for the gram. People dropping nukes, trying to get themselves up. Dropping this nuke. <laughs> All this lame shit. These niggas is weirdos. Like, no, man. <laughs> there will never be another draft. Please, if you're listening to this, if you are listening to this and you are not in the military, you are safe from getting drafted. Not safe from Russia. You're safe from getting dropped. Hey, if Putin dropped the bomb, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. But uh, yeah, ain't, yeah. If you ain't in the military, don't worry about having to go fight. You good. Mm-hmm. All you motherfuckers that wanted to get the Camaro. Yeah, I mean, and they haven't even pulled ROTC yet. Like I know ROTC guys, and they haven't been pulled yet. So, I mean, it's not even them. Yeah, it might they might get pulled eventually, but as of right now, we don't need anybody other than who we got. They don't need no goddamn body, but if it come down to it and the motherfuckers that went to the military to get that Camaro and that free college, damn chief, hate it had to be you. <laughs> damn, damn oh, nigga did that shit. Nigga did that shit for I know motherfuckers that went to the military and they came out the military and all they had was like a crown vic and some rims. Like, bro, you went out there and served your country, and all you got is that, man. <laughs> shout, out, hey, shout out to all my military niggas, man. We respect our troops over here, Dovey Fridays, man. <laughs> shout out to all the military men. I'm, I'm in the seven five seven, so I know how y'all get down. Shout out to all the military men that be marrying eighteen year old girls because it's the first time they they was fucking somebody raw. They fell in love, and they got an eighteen year old wife. Who don't clean, cook, do shit. <laughs> All they true. do is spend your buddy. I remember some a military wife, military girl was taking me to go to corral and shit. They had the joint account or whatever it was. Man, she was spending this motherfucker money. Man, shout outs, man. God bless the troops, man. <laughs> Why you on base? Service. Thank you for your service. Cause when you on base, my boy. The cheeks are getting clapped, my guy. You already know your wife is 18 years old, Chief. You knew goddamn well she was for the streets. So, <laughs> hey, it, it be like that, man. Listen, ho- these hoes won't be loyal to a motherfucker in the military. Us regular niggas don't got a chance, man. What else going on in the world? <laughs> you be kidding up with the NBA at all? 
Yes. Um, I, I know. Going crazy. John Morant is like, shout out to Allen Iverson. Uh, he put po- on his Instagram, he posted like his MVP trophy with a John Morant jersey. Mm-hmm. And John Morant is like this generation's AI, like as mm-hmm. far as quickness, speed, undersized, he bigger than Chuck was, but still undersized. Um, not the best shooter, but could shout enough. Shoot with like, shout out, yeah. yeah, shout out to John Morant. John Morant is a dog out here in these Bro, streets. that game the other day where he dropped 52, mm crazy. John shit. Morant is like that. And what I don't like is, like, obviously John Morant is leveling up to elite status. So, like, now the pundits have to, like, not like him because yeah. he's good now. Yeah, he's, like, elite. So they're saying, like, how long is it going to last? And it's like, bro, in his draft, they were saying Zion was generational. Eh, you could take John Morant. And John Morant is starting to look like the better pick. You know, oh, I, I mean, Not even Zion can play, you know, when healthy and, and when in shape. But um, Jaws looking like the better pick. And it seems like they want to, like, they want to fucking protect their, their Zion takes so yeah i think people that saw the shit on john morant not no fans because fans are fans of the game we don't really hate the players um it'd be the media that mm-hmm. marry their takes and then they want to start shitting on players so yeah shout out john morant that's kind of i feel like that's kind of how it is for most players like they go through that initial stage everybody loves them when they're coming up and getting popular but then they hit that like that next level mm-hmm. you know and then mm-hmm. people start jumping shit and bailing. You saw mm-hmm. that with Burrow too. Like, I mean, I see it all the time as a Bengals fan. Oh yeah, exactly. people are starting people. to, you know, jump the ship on Burrow to the other mm-hmm. side. Now yeah, he's kind of he really not that good. Like, once a player like starts getting that adulation, and like once people start saying MVP, and it's whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, let's slow it the fuck down. He ain't that good. It's like damn, <laughs> we were loving bro. Like last week, we was loving bro. <laughs> That should be crazy. It'd be crazy, especially when they're young. It's like, oh, nope. No, no, no. Yeah, the, the biggest one that pisses me off is when people are like, oh, he hasn't done shit yet. He hasn't done anything yet. It's like, oh, we're watching like, him do shit. We're watching him do it. He's doing it now. Memphis was ass. Like, they was comparing John Morant to the MVP D. Rose. I was telling people, I right, whoa. That's why I said, whoa. Because MVP D Rose and John Morant is a better player than MVP D Rose, but culturally, D Rose was different. Like mm-hmm. when you argue with somebody about MVP D Rose and they are Bulls fan, they're not arguing to you about basketball. Like they are arguing like their their beliefs, their life. They are they are arguing something different. Like yeah. I'm of age. I'm 34, about to be 35 soon. Um, and I'm from Newport News, Virginia. Alan Navison's from. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you argued in a barbershop about Alan Navison, you were not arguing hoops because you was arguing what this man represents mm. and his cultural impact. So people be ready to fight over shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And D Rose was the same thing for Chicago. Not only was he from Chicago, he played for Chicago. Right. So 
I'm pretty sure, like, if you said something sideways about D Rose, you probably got your ass whooped in a barbershop. It, yeah. And it's still like that. Like you said, to this day, like, people will still argue that shit forever. Right. Like, you, you like, I can, like, it's certain players, like, I'm pretty sure Grand Hill had fans, but, like, people ain't about to fight over, like, liking Grand Hill. Like, mm-hmm. it's some players, like, Kobe, Iverson, uh, it's some players like people be ready to go like they go off the deep end for some of these players because it's like you they fighting over their beliefs and shit. Right. So, so it's some it's something different. Speaking about Kobe, did you see like the ESPN top seventy five where they didn't have Kobe and was it the top ten or was it the top five? It was either the top ten or top five that ESPN didn't put Kobe in um, as they should have. I mean, Kobe so. was like, Kobe's a legend, but like no. You got Jordan, Braun, Kareem. Hell, he ain't even better than Shaq or Magic. No, he ain't. Uh, shout out to Kobe. R.I.P. But, um, nah, man. Let's be real. I think I could argue him top 10. I don't know about top five. Oh, yeah, top 10. Top 10. But, no, top five. He ain't even. A, he not even. He got Lakers better than him. Like, Lakers have like damn near everybody who's top. Yeah, five. the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers is out here. Kareem, Shaq, and Magic. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. Um, Bron played for him too. So yeah, yeah, they gonna be claiming Bron in about two years. They ain't fucking with him now, but they gonna double back and claim Bron. But uh, oh yeah. But yeah, shout out, shout outs to Kobe, man. I was I was a Kobe hater. Like full disclosure, I did not fuck with bro. While he was uh playing, not while he was after he was playing, but uh, I wasn't a fan. Like I was like, man, listen, bro, Laker fans, fuck these Laker fans. Kobe is this. I never not saying Kobe was trash enough like that, but I just thought Kobe fans was kind of like the Tupac fans or like sports, like just irrational, like way irrational. Like, bro, chill. Like he good, but chill. Um. I think Kobe is a great – I mean, saying Kobe is, like, the sixth best player of all time is not disrespect. Like, a million motherfuckers play in the NBA. Like, yeah. To say you was the sixth, seventh, eighth, even if you was the 20th, like, bro, that is fucking history. Like, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> that's good sh- That's good shit, man. That's yeah. not an insult. Um, Like yeah, I, I said, Al Iverson is, like, my favorite player of all time in the NBA, and he ain't in the top ten. Um, that's just the way it go. Like, you know, you know, it, it just be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you've been keeping up with the Hokie basketball. Nah, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. Nah, I don't watch. I don't watch basketball until March. It's March. What the second? Yeah, I haven't. I'm been... about. To, I'm about to start watching. Like, I'm about to start watching soon. I haven't been watching a ton, but I mean, they kind of made a little bit of a turnaround, and they might make the mm-hmm. tournament. They might make the tournament. So, I've been tuning. I watched. I think the last two games, the Miami game and the uh, one last night, Louisville. So they look. They look like they're yeah. putting it together. So maybe. maybe I've been check. I've been checking in. Like I check in, but I ain't been following like every mm-hmm. dribble. I right. checks in. Um, like I was watching early in the season. Like I would tune in. Mm-hmm. And the team was kind of ass. And I had kind of got off, like, my takes. So it's reminded me of, like, hokey football where, like, you write these motherfuckers off 
and you go on with your life and then they turn it around just to like make your takes look bad and right when you're ready to get back on the boat they go back to being who they was in the first place yeah, i'm so not doing wait, it you're waiting waiting to see yeah i'm not doing this shit with these motherfuckers man <laughs> i'm not doing that shit with like yeah. i already listen i hadn't already spoken i said what these motherfuckers was in uh, october november these motherfuckers gonna turn it around just for me to i right, let me renounce let me renounce my takes from earlier in the year and then <laughs> come march they they turn back into pumpkins i ain't doing this shit with mike young man no nah, man shout out mike young but no nah, bro i'm not doing this with, with you this year bro it's a dub i dubbed it i'm gonna continue to dub it uh <laughs> but shout out to the team though shout out to they have been hooping lately yeah they just gotta get rid they just gotta start using padula and maddox more because murphy mm-hmm. uh, murphy and storm and aline are kind of storms it storms are ill bro and and i was saying this shit in the spaces and shit and when i was like watching it more in the fall and i was like look man it's storm or ill and then nobody want to say it i'm like look bro when we said wabisa bd was an ill people would say it with a chest that nigga ass Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Like, shout out to hey BD. Come on, Don V Fridays, tell your story. Um, but when it comes to storm, like it ain't a lot, it ain't the same amount of bass in motherfuckers' voice. Yeah. Uh, you all know me, I keep that same energy. I don't be caring about shit. Like, you either helping or you hurting. Right. Like, that's where I met with it. But shout out to Storm Murphy, though. Yeah. Yeah, Padula Barstool Padula's- athlete. Padula's a dog, though. I think he's gonna be a good player for a while. He just needs more playing time. So yeah, get him in front of get him in front of Storm. Let him play in the tournament. Yeah, I fucks I fucks with Mike Young too. I really fucks with Mike Young. Um, he 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 bought in a bunch of Wofford motherfuckers. He was on his Fuente vibes. Um, he was he was on some Fuente shit. As far as just okay, my system. Let me bring these motherfuckers in. Not on some dickhead. I don't relate to people, but mm-hmm. eh, let me bring in some low ranked motherfuckers and let me bring in my people. Nah, nah, bro. It's the ACC, man. I don't worry like that. Yeah, but you know, it. It. I think he kind of had to do it for what he wants to do. You know, it, it kind of had to start like that. But, um, but you know, I think as he gains more you know, rapport with the team. I think he's going to start getting some better recruits and they're going to be a much better team in the future. Yeah. And it was, and, and we had, we had losses, Tyrese Radford, we had losses to unexpected shit. So it it, it's going to turn, it's going to turn around. Yep. Hopefully if they make the tournament, they can win a couple games, make a little bit of a run or do something interesting. But if if you start rooting for them, they'll lose immediately. So, Oh, yeah, if I get back on the boat, see, the reason why they turned around because I got off the boat, not that, let me tell you something. I did not stop watching the team. I did not stop supporting the team. I just got less invested in the team. I'm not as big a basketball fan like I am football. Yeah. So I can watch losing hokey football. I can watch it. I, can, I can't I can watch losing hokey basketball. I cannot. Yeah. I'll, I'll support it, but I ain't going to watch it. I'm in so, the same boat. In the same boat. <laughs> so <laughs> they saying that the women's basketball team is good. Look, man, shout out to them. Yeah. Shout shout out to them. I haven't watched any of their games, but shout out I to them. I ain't watched not a dribble. 
I'm not even about to sit up here and pretend like it's Women's History Month. It's month of March. It's Women's History Month. Listen, shout out to all the women athletes. Uh, if it ain't like MMA, women's MMA, if it ain't Serena Williams playing tennis, I can't watch that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna keep. We're gonna get canceled and all that. Look, man, I'd rather get canceled keeping it real. I can't watch that shit, man. If it ain't MMA, tennis, um, skiing, I can watch Lindsey Vaughn. Skiing, snowboarding, extreme sports. I can watch um, some softball. Softball is kind of lit because they throw the ball fast as fuck. They be throwing the fuck out. I can barely watch men's college basketball. I damn sure can't watch women's college basketball, bro. <laughs> it's an L, dog. It's an L. I can't do it. I can't do it. And Delicious getting divorced. That's crazy. I didn't know she was married. Shout out Delicious, man. Um, a Michigan legend. Shout out Delicious, man. Oh, she did. Really? Uh, yeah, Delit, man. Listen, I think she's from Detroit. Yeah, shout out Delicious, man. Divorced one of them Central Park Five niggas. I didn't even know she was married to bro. I didn't even know she was with bro. Uh, yeah, man. Delicious went out there, got a full. K. Michelle face got her face reconstructed and everything out here looking like a Kardashian. Oh, I saw she that. Put, yeah, she looks completely she, different. She put them light and fluffy cakes on my bro. Trapped his ass. Now about to get a bag at his ass. Shout out to all my finesses and scammers. Shout out, delicious <laughs> man. A, a flavor, flave, a flavor of love. Season two, legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know she was from Detroit. I mean, I'm yeah. not from Detroit, but. Yeah, a Michigan legend, a Michigan Wolverine out here. Shout out, delicious. Mm-hmm. And that's it for Dobby Fridays, man. I don't think there's nothing else to talk about. I think we covered everything. Yep, yep. We'll be back next week on the grind. Hopefully, we back get some next groups, week. Something to talk about, you know. Something to talk. About. If it ain't, hey, let me tell y'all something. Hey, shout go out. Ahead. Go ahead. Shout out. Uh, uh, shout out Brent Pry and that like seven uh seven five seven eight zero four meetup that they had that little yes that little little conference that they had i can't fucking speak yes that was solid that was super solid yes and they rode the bus down there like a party bus or some Mm -hmm. shit shout outs yeah the boots on the ground um nobody that i follow had like the i think they kept it on the hushy hush like i ain't heard like no news and notes from it um but I'm pretty sure they was just doing what they do, tapping in, shaking hands, kissing babies. They tapped in with Don V. Friday's alum, coach. Yeah, probably tapped in with former Don V. Friday's alum, Coach Glover, the, you know, alleged scammer and snake oil salesman and piece of shit. He had good things to say coach, about it, too. And Coach Glover had good things to say. So... Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to be eating crow on Coach Glover, man. I just think Fuente was on some bullshit, and he wasn't tapped in. And I think now Prize tapped in, and it's not about send my kids to this person and that person. Go listen to that episode for yourself. We ain't got to speak, but yep. now he has a reason. Okay, it looks genuine over there, so shout-outs. 
Yep. And I think, I think he mentioned, I think Glover mentioned in a tweet or no, I think it might've been a different coach or something, but they said that probably was like super blunt about the fact that there just wasn't enough Virginia players on the roster and they were just, they're going to change that. So it's good that he went over there and just, and just spoke that to all those coaches. I'm sure they appreciated it. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, ain't, but get good Virginia players. Don't just go get any goddamn body from fucking Emporia. Like, don't just go get any goddamn body from White County and shit. Like, go get the dogs, man. Mm-hmm. Because Fuente started to do that towards the end. Like, well, let me just go get a motherfucker from... I'm trying to think of, like, the most randomest cities. Let me go get a motherfucker from fucking... I'm gonna have to think of it like a, a lame ass city in Virginia. <laughs> fucking Pacos, fucking Pacos in a tab or some shit. Like, come on, man. Like, don't go do no no nut ass shit like that either, though. Go get right. the dogs. Right now, Penn State cleaning up. So Prent Pride need to get on the phone with his people. Say, slow it the fuck down. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing about this class is it's probably gonna be super small because this last class we took. What thirty players, some shit like that, damn near. Uh, maybe a little bit more than thirty. So. Sound like a Fuente class. Yeah, so I think just know, get a bunch of people. Like fuck it, you just right. get a bunch of people. I, I don't think I don't think this twenty three class is gonna be very big, but I think it's gonna have some solid players in it. Like I think it's gonna be quality, I mean, quality over quantity. So it's taking a little bit to get the first recruit, but I think it'll be some good kids once they get them in. Hmm. Hmm. I can't wait. Yeah, gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting year. We'll see y'all next week. If it ain't shit to talk about, you will not see us next week. We ain't doing that. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't doing that. But 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 the news starting to roll, and it's more. It's, we're getting closer and closer to spring. We might got something for y'all, man. Yeah. Hey, Shout out to the patrons. Yes, sir. Thank you, patrons. We'll get more content coming soon. Uh, spring game coming up, and so we'll get it rolling. We're going to get it rolling for y'all, man. Shout out to the patrons, man. Shout out to all the listeners, but shout out to the patrons especially because they're keeping the lights on in this motherfucker. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it is a, we ain't have Patreon, dog. We probably wouldn't even be recording episodes right now, man. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you, motherfucker. I ain't going to hold y'all, man. I, listen, I don't cap, man. I always say all the truth. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's it, man. Until next time, man. God bless. <laughs>